Alright guys, what's up? Welcome back to Hempication. Um Yeah, how have you guys been? Hopefully your week's been good. Um it was a short week this week. Um a four day week work week and uh with a three day weekend, so um <clears throat> bringing us into Pride Month and um Yeah, I'm I've uh I just I ate some plus gummies, a plus gummy, five milligram, the balance one. So it's a it's a hybrid. Um, it's kicking in quite nicely. So um, I've got my ice cream ready, some Cheetos ready. I just ate a Subway sandwich, guys. I I need to stop, but you know, I don't know. I can't even say I'm gonna treat myself because I've kind of been eating crap for the past couple of days, to be honest with you. But um. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. This is kind of my... I'm not going to eat all everything either. I'm going to portion it out. But, you know, something about me just kind of wanted some sweets and something kind of a little different. I haven't had an edible in a bit. But anyways, I wanted to talk about this topic that's kind of been on my mind. Because, like, I've been writing a lot about social-related <clears throat> dynamics. Um... And I don't even know if I have the words to explain this. Um, <clears throat> so I've been kind of interested in um, how in, I guess, Western American culture, we socialize in a certain way. Um, this started coming to my mind when I was watching these YouTube videos um, from... Um, you know, people would go to, like, international places, you know, around different places, different countries around the world. And I guess it would be, like, Americans, for example, going to Japan or going to um, Korea or going to, you know, Mexico or whatever. And, like, asking people from around the world, like, oh, I'm American. Like, what do you think about Americans? And then... You know, like, they would ask them different topics about, like, Americans and things like that. Like, um, and some of the topics were, like, socially related. Um, <clears throat> like, something that was mentioned kind of in uh, quite a few European countries. They said that Americans tend to be friendly. They're nice. They're easy to meet. They're easy to, like, first have, like, good impressions and hang out and, like, want to get want to get to know know you and they're friendly and kind so they're not like unapproachable they're probably the most approachable from a lot of different cultures um but they said that Americans can be really hard to get to know and you know I was kind of thinking about that and I was thinking about these different levels of that where I mean in our culture um I know people listening are you know they, they can be from anywhere but something I've noticed in our culture is that we do have this common, I guess, understanding and this common um, ac acceptance, I guess, of people being able to be kind of like with the head with the heavy ego, kind of um, like like not very many levels of intimacy um <clears throat> and I'll explain kind of what I'm saying more in detail with these things um <clears throat> so 
I would say in general, like, our social structures, for the most part, you know, you have, like, you know, this inner kind of circle unit, which is, like, your... Let's just keep it simple and say biological family. I know there are people who have maybe been adopted or maybe their biological families weren't ideal. I mean, I understand this too. And these are completely different factors um, to account for that. um, um, I wouldn't say that they're so rare of situations that I should not account for them. But I'm just saying like you have your family unit, uh, your parents uh, or whoever raised you, your guardian guardian guardians maybe older family members um and if you have siblings and then you know you have the aunts the uncles the cousins those types of things um and you know you also have your friends these friends can either be from your neighborhood your school your other social areas um work um and you have these different levels of relationships right um And you have more, like, other types of intimacy relationships. So you can have, like, a romantic intimacy, right? But that kind of has a lot of rules to it. Usually the romantic intimacy is usually towards maybe a crush or somebody that you're in a solid kind of relationship with. Um, Or if you're in a poly type of relationship, maybe to multiple people that you're in a more solid relationship with or some form of understanding where it's like we're in a romantic relationship you usually don't have friends like your homies your buddies your besties that you are very romantically involved with all the time on a very regular basis um there's a different level of intimacy there um somewhat um that can cross over but usually the kind of boyfriend girlfriend partner intimacy doesn't really cross over so well with like friendships or other like family members you know like I'm not trying to be like gross but I'm just saying like romantically you're not likely to date like your step anything or you know your first cousins like yeah there are parts of the culture where yes that does happen but it's not the norm, I would say. Um, so there are these kind of different, like, pretty strict boundaries between who you, you're you vulnerable and, and have a level of intimacy with. And then that can branch out further, further, further um, to, you know, your drinking buddies from work or something. That's a whole different level of intimacy. You don't really cross, like, a line or, like, your boss or, like, you know, there's certain places where you don't really have certain kinds of interactions with people this isn't the same in every single culture but i'm just talking about this culture um i'm not just talking about like the social intimacy and the vulnerability and things like that but it's kind of like there's almost this acceptable level of being able to be maybe i don't want to call it approachable but less um Uh, I don't want to call it approachable, guys, but kind of like giving this idea that like you don't want to be messed with or, you know, keeping a bit of a distance. Um, There's kind of like this competitiveness, too, that's kind of like seen as okay. Um, And... You know, it's kind of interesting because 
the reason why I was kind of thinking about this and about those types of videos um, where they were talking about like just the general in general what that what it was that they thought was different with Americans and then they kind of broke it down and then I was noticing there's some other stuff I've been coming across they kind of might break that down even more um, because I do think that there is something to be said for you know different types of people um, the level of consciousness that they're kind of um, you know, able to have access to and understand, um, or the aspect of consciousness, if it's not a level, cause I don't really know. I'm assuming it's a higher level, but it might just be a different aspect of the same level. Um, but it seems higher. Um, this kind of peaceful, almost like this kind of hippie-ish kind of mindset, with, you know, a very well-balanced kind of love for nature and care for all things and kind of, like, this kind of open open heart and of compassion for, like, just the universe at large. Um, I think, in general, a lot of Americans kind of tend to keep a lid on that and they'd rather tune out most of the time, you know, watching movies, videos, whatever, Netflix, that kind of stuff. I mean, we develop a lot of cool distractions from ourselves. Um, we're very technologically advanced, but we're not very, like, emotionally advanced. And, like, you know, I, I'm kind of... There's also, like, these senses, right? Um, because emotions and, like, even the word, like, sensitivity, right? It kind of has this um, um, connection to... Um, senses that's what I'm trying to say sorry 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 so your senses right and so what your senses are you you have these like five senses right um and people do believe that you have more than five senses um I'm probably one of those people that you know believes that kind of thing that you know I think that you know we have five senses that we kind of like all can agree that we all have um or that is kind of the norm and I think there's this other like intuitive type of sense um, that has a lot of different branches to it. This can mean anything from, you know, um, like, I'd say, like, on the spiritual end with, like, ghosts and angels and, you know, connections to things that, like, maybe aren't so easy to understand or explain, and then this kind of, like, connection to, um, like, earth and nature, um, a connection to like just you know other people's energy and kind of being able to tune into that um understand you know kind of what their situation is like reading between all the mannerisms and all the like content of the words coming out of someone's mouth and actually being able to kind of sense their energy of kind of how they are or like what what is happening for them in that moment that's like a I feel like that's a sense like I don't know how else to describe those types of things. Um, they're not, I don't know. I've heard, I've heard words like clairvoyance. Um, but I'm just wondering, I'm wondering if, if these kind of new age type of, you know, I mean, we have to label it sometimes, but I see it kind of not that way. I see it as, you know, these are things that have been going on for like ages and centuries in like other parts of the world. Um, 
where you have people who kind of have a good understanding of these types of intuitions or senses or, you know, clairvoyance or whatever you want to call it. Like, um, you know, there's like psychic senses and all these types of things. I don't think everybody has all of them. I don't know. Maybe it's possible to. I don't really know. But I don't think everybody has all of them. But I think it's something that people kind of would rather kind of not really tune into or develop an ability to tune into. We're taught, I was talking about this with a friend once, like that I feel like we're kind of taught, you know, not to develop those senses, you know, because a lot of kids, I would say, are very sensitive. They kind of have like a, like most kids, yeah, most adults, if you ask them, I don't know, maybe just the people I hang out with. I don't know if it's most adults. So I'll say the people I hang out with tend to be able to recall these stories of their lives when they were young, maybe pre uh, before kindergarten, maybe around four years old or so, five, maybe even up into kindergarten, rarely into first grade. But usually like earlier years in life where you haven't had the influence from people to tell you to stop doing things in a social setting. Um so things like ghosts or things like um, just having this kind of sense of certain things that you don't really have that sense anymore, usually, or most people don't, or usually it might feel blocked. Um, so those are the types of things that I'm trying to kind of um, explore more about. But it's kind of like I can kind of only do it in the state of mind, which is what's so annoying, because I also feel like I can't think maybe too much outside of those types of senses and things when I'm when I'm not pretty stoned so it's kind of hard to kind of organize things when I'm kind of in this state of mind like I feel like I know what I'm talking about I'm wondering if it's gonna come across um I'm not too sure if I was really trying to really link a lot of those things together too much but it's kind of something that I notice with like social settings that like you know, I think, um, it's possible to tune into those things. It's just that a lot of times we don't let ourselves do it. Um, because in our culture, it's not, there's not much of a place for it. Um, because of all the competition or all the, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky. I I'm saying these things and I feel like in my life, that's not really something that I have to actually deal with on a regular basis. Like I tell myself, you know, you know, maybe play your, play your cards close to your chest kind of thing. But I would say with the social circles I hold now, nowadays, um, I would say I don't really have that experience so often. I would say I feel like I, I do have people I can just like express things to and just be like, oh, I feel a little awkward about it. But I'm like, yeah, they probably know it's awkward. They're not like judging me about it, though. They're just like, that's just part of who I am. They know that about me. They know that I'm that way. And so, um, they kind of just get it. Like they kind of get me and just let me be like I am. Um, I kind of get them and let them be like they are. We all have things about ourselves that other people don't like, and we know those things that they don't like. And then we all have parts of ourselves that, you know, we know work for people and for ourselves. So, um, I would say the people I know are very, um, great you know, they're awesome people. I'm more than beyond blessed to know them. And, um, it's just great though. But I do understand that I don't, I wouldn't say everybody I know is like that. So I do know what it's like to even currently have people where it's like, 
you kind of have your shields up a bit. You're like, I'm not going to like put it all out on the table because I know this person is maybe a bit of an asshole or kind of like really maybe condescending or seems like they're kind of like in some kind of mental, emotional blocked state where it's like they just have no um, desire to try or just don't really care or just don't have the energy to like look at themselves and, or something like that. Um, there are a lot of people like that around. So it's like, I do get it. Um, it's just, you know, like there's also this, like how much to let it affect you kind of thing. Um, that, you know, I think it depends how I feel on a given day. I'll deal with things better or worse, just depending on how I'm doing in general. So that's kind of what I've noticed. Um, but it takes so much energy. You know, I was talking to a roommate about this, a previous roommate who's a friend that I was just like, it takes so much energy. It just takes so much energy to stay tuned in. Um, it's kind of weird for me with edibles because I notice I can stay pretty tuned in. Um, I might not be fully linear or, co- or coherent. I forget a lot. My memory is very poor, but I feel like, you know, I can easily feel connected to things. I can easily delve into things. I can feel connected. I can notice things in detail and focus on them and kind of focus more intently and deeply on them. Um, but it's hard for me to kind of come back out of that and go back to something or forward towards something I was like thinking about delving into before or after that, you know, like it's just kind of like my head's kind of everywhere a little bit. Um, but yeah, that that's not just with like looking at like a certain item, but I'd say like any sense related thing, um, I'm able to kind of dive deeper into whatever that sense is. But I do think with this other sense that I'm trying to talk about as well, um, I feel like I'm able to kind of um, connect to it more. And I can do it when I'm just completely like a sober individual, like nothing in my system. Caffeine helps cacao helps okay so I wouldn't say that's like nothing in my system but yeah I usually need like some part of my system kind of stimulated in a way um to help me connect to those things a little more um but uh, I'm not like completely blocked like I'm noticing that I'm not it's just it's just everything can be pretty foggy for me so I'm just kind of like it's kind of hard to really, um, kind of, like, because I can usually be pretty distracted with work and, like, doing other stuff, so it's, like, I can be pretty, um, I'm kind of, like, blinking on, on how to explain this, like, I can be, I've I've talked about this before, though, I I can be pretty emotionally disconnected, it's kind of like a switch, I can turn it off and on, um, but I think if I keep it off, for too long and I'm disconnected for too long usually because I'm really busy doing stuff and like I'm just like I just need to take my emotions out of this and just like get the job done and so when I kind of get in that state for too long it's kind of harder when I turn it back on or try to turn it back on I'm like this is taking a little bit you know to kind of charge itself back up you know um but I'd say that the sense is definitely there um but it takes a lot of energy to kind of stay in that state all day, every day, 
Um, so I think what's cool about edibles is that it can kind of just like take me there without me having to do this whole process um, that can take hours to weeks or for like the for like a multiple um, multiple you know hours of the day to like weeks about weeks to days I wouldn't say it would take weeks that's that sounds like too lengthy for me but um I'm trying to find words to better describe this type of thing um I mean I hear a lot of terms that I would say I don't fully understand yet so I don't want to throw them out there to use them and not have them be accurate kind of accurately used um but I do get this sense that there are types of people that either want to or try to or can or are able to tune into this type of a sense that they're and it's not really just not Americans I think it's Americans included it's just in our culture it's like you have to kind of be able to turn it off and on because to stay in that state of mind, you know, you're not really usually going to benefit from it, you know, especially if you live in a city and it's a fast paced life and you're interacting with all different types of people all the time and you're around all this different type of energy so much, it's really going to be hard to be like, oh, like I'm walking in the field and like feeling the rays of sunshine on my skin. It's like, no, I'm getting in the car because I got to be somewhere in 10 minutes and I'm speeding down the freeway with my music blasting. It's kind of like, it's kind of how, how <laughs> that's kind of more normal. So it's like, you can't really be always too mindful when you're moving too fast. Um, and the American lifestyle is pretty fast, even in less busy cities, even in more rural areas. Um, it is pretty, um, it can be more hectic, chaotic, um, competitive. When I say competitive, I don't really mean like, uh, people like screwing each other over so much. Not so much like that. What I kind of mean is like, you know, you have a job, you know, you make a, you make a, an amount of money and like, you want a house, you want a place to live. You don't want your stuff to look too wrecked or too unkempt or too disheveled and shabby. You want to have like, depending on you know you want to kind of have a level of comfort I'd say most people kind of want even if it's not looking like somebody else's level of comfort like you kind of want a certain level of comfort um and then there's kind of like people who kind of live a little differently like I don't know man like I just there's just things about me that I'm like I feel really pressured to conform to all these other things because it's like I literally, you know, live pretty simply. Like, you know, I like all my stuff on the floor. That's already weird for people, but I find it a lot more calming. Um, I find it a lot simpler. It kind of makes the room feel a whole lot bigger because you don't have a lot of big, tall furniture in your way that you have to, like, walk around. You can actually use the area of the stuff on the ground. You kind of get more area out of the room. Because you're not, it's not, like, if you have, like, a bed mattress on the ground, you can technically kind of walk on it a little bit, too. Like, I mean, you're not walking on it all the time, but it's, like, unlike a bed where you, you wouldn't just, like, walk across your bed to, like, get your keys off the table next to the bed. Like, you would usually go around, right? So it's, like, just little things like that. It frees up space. 
it just feels like a spacious small like a small space but like it feels more spacious not really crammed um you have more room if you want to like exercise do yoga do some martial arts there's plenty of space because i can just roll up everything and just shove it all to the side and now i have almost a full empty room there um it's pretty simple um i like that i like that it doesn't take me forever to clean one of my um one of my bosses hates cleaning hates hates doing laundry and has like all these kids uh well two kids that use a lot of dishes and clothing often so she hates doing laundry because it's like so many loads and loads of clothing and then has to fold all these little socks and pieces of clothing and match them and stuff and it's a lot and I was trying to tell her like well I don't really have that problem with like dishes and clothes and stuff because I don't really have enough of it that I have to clean too much of it because I know I don't really like cleaning too much of stuff like it would be too overwhelming for me to have stacks of dishes to clean or you know piles and piles of laundry that I didn't do for like three four weeks if I don't do laundry for three or four weeks I'm not gonna have any clothes so I mean I'm not gonna get to that point usually I'll do laundry once a week and maybe I'll push it to two um I can push it to two but maybe I'll push it to two um and those are like optional so uh, I was I got way off topic. I'm sorry, but I kind of was saying all that to say that like you know I try to live simply. It kind of frees up my not only the space but kind of like a mental space. It frees up too. Um, I don't really watch a lot of TV because I don't have a TV. Um, I mean I'm not like knocking people who do. I'm just saying like I like to be in my mind, in my head, in my thoughts, in my emotions. Um, and then you know I'll watch YouTube or something or you know I'll watch movies and stuff. I, I'm not, like, against it. I don't hate it. I just limit it so that I'm not always doing that. I'd rather be kind of thinking or, you know. I like texting my friends a lot. That's pretty fun. Just kind of, like, I know I annoy people. <laughs> I know if people get, like, a stone text from me, I'm pretty sure they get annoyed. They're like, oh, my gosh, here she goes again. Um, But it's just something I like, I'm liking to think about. And it's hard to write about because I don't really know what it is. Um, but I'm sure everyone knows what I'm talking about. Um, it's probably along the lines of ego related things, ego, ego defenses. It's always kind of around there somewhere. Um, that kind of stuff is just constantly on my mind. Um, I really like learning about it, studying it, uh, kind of playing with it with like, my own relationships like not in a way like I'm not like manipulating people or anything but like just testing out new kind of methods of kind of like awareness and um different things like that so I'm gonna go eat my ice cream before it melts shoot (laughs) and uh yeah that's kind of I wanted to record this because I have a feeling I'm not gonna write it all down and if I do I won't read it so (laughs) I'm like, let me just record it so I'll have the recording. And I'm just going to post it raw like this. So whatever this was, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, and um, yeah, I don't know. I'm really, I'm really trying to work on, you know, this whole taking my ego out of things. Um, seeing if I can find some value in, in a life that's kind of more like that 
I mean, I, I don't feel like I have, like, a massive ego that I express. I mean, I would say, like, yeah, I can be pretty insecure and pretty, like, um, like, just kind of, like, not really too motivated to, like, like, be in vulnerable positions or, you know, I can be pretty distant. I know those things and I think it's fine. Um, just cause it's like, I don't think it really interferes with too much. I can kind of shift out of it. I just usually don't unless I have like a reason to. Um, but I'm kind of playing with it more. It's kind of getting more interesting. Um, I'm trying not to really have too much of like a judgmental attitude towards it one way or the other and trying to just do it, observe it. You know, I've noticed I had some conflicts in the household where I live and I was able to kind of shift out of this angry mindset of like, oh, this person is driving me insane to like, let me make this attempt to set some boundaries and like talk to somebody about it who's in charge that can maybe like help support on this and see if we can make a plan. And I literally went from one day looking frantically for places to move thinking like oh my gosh I'm gonna have to get out of here before I lose my mind because I'm losing sleep over this situation to oh like now there's a plan in place that I don't have to move and if it becomes a problem any further then the other person is going to be asked to move so it's kind of like now I can just rest the situation has also calmed down you know it's just kind of like you know like I think if I would have handled it like I wanted to, like, retaliation or, um, banging on somebody's door, like we were kind of joking about before, or, like, um, just being rude or negative and attracting more negative energy to it. Instead, it's, like, the negative energy, energy got kind of neutralized, I guess, um, to a point where it's, like, at least we're all kind of feeling steady about it. And not feeling like somebody's got to go. <laughs> like, it's there's not... At least from what I feel, I don't feel like there's any tension. I came at it from a place of, you know, just kind of like, look, this isn't working for me. <laughs> but I'm trying to look out for my own well-being as well as, you know, being respectful of someone else's and trying to be, like, forgiving and understanding at the same time. And basically, even at the end of the message I sent to the person, I was like... You know, I'm just trying to come from a place of compassion and I wish you the best. You know, I'm not trying to be, you know, I just am trying to express that, you know, I can't have you waking me up all the time, like purposely waking me up. Like, <laughs> it's like, that's not OK. You can't come knocking on my door at two in the morning because, you know, if you don't really need anything, it's like, dude, I'm sleeping or I'm busy. You know, it's you know, it, it's a whole situation. So I'm like, if you can please just stop. You know, I mean, it sounds super odd, but it, it, I've had some odd stuff going on in this house. It's just a little weird. So, you know, it's kind of a weird thing to have to approach somebody about. But it's like, yeah, I, you know, especially because you don't usually want anything when I answer the door. You know, can you just, you know, if you're just going to ask me if I'm OK and I'm OK and I've been sleeping and you now woke me up. I mean, you don't have to check in on me at two in the morning. I'm OK. Like, you know, like, I know you're worried. I mean, I don't, I don't know, but it's like, chill, you know, I'm good. I'll let you know if I need something like, you know, like I kind of get it that it's like, okay. Um, there's a part in there that's like, okay, you're, you're trying to be caring. So let me not try to be a jerk, even though naturally I would rather just be like, dude, 
like open the door while that's happening and yell at somebody and be like you gotta go to bed like stop it you know like you know but I'm, I think handling it um from a more per- respectful perspective on all ends I don't think it got blown out of proportion I think it was just kind of a direct message of this is what needs to happen it's like okay um so far right now at this very second it all seems okay but um I don't know like it's kind of strange living with people people in their ways I'm the one who's always out in the car on my phone so I know I'm weird and the one who's like smoking weed and stuff so I don't do it in the house but still it's obvious that I do it but um yeah I think that's kind of where I like to I'd like to kind of be able to get there faster to that mindset of like let me kind of have like an open-hearted approach to this and not just like a f you like you're bothering me I'm gonna make your life miserable I'm gonna bother you back kind of thing um I was joking with some friends but actually kind of serious and I was like if they're not you know quiet at night when they start doing this really annoying thing that they always do I'm going to start blasting Metallica through the wall because we have thin walls. So that's why it's annoying if the other person's really noisy at late hours. And then it's like, well, if you can be noisy, I can be noisy, too. But it's like also it's like, well, we never really had a conversation to be like, hey, can you please stop? So it's like, let's start there. <laughs> let's start at the beginning and not like jump ahead to escalation mode. Um, but I don't know that's that's about as deep as I'd like my drama to be I don't I don't need much more than that that was plenty that was plenty um and again it wasn't really even that bad but um I was gonna end this I thought that was just important to say that you know I'm trying to look more into these like compassionate type of senses and perspectives on life and kind of like the sense of you know intuition and um these types of consciousness levels kind of more than you know what seems to come up so normally or so um that's so acceptable in our society here um because I'm kind of learning that it, it doesn't really serve too much of a purpose it's like it feels like it does but then it's kind of like okay I really don't care really what other people think I kind of just do my own thing anyway so why should I do something differently on that end um in my social world when I already kind of just live my own way so I think it kind of makes sense definitely to be more authentic um but it also is just it's a lot of work it's a lot of energy um it's a lot of focus on that kind of energy but I don't even know. I need to stop talking. Um, All right, guys. Thanks for listening.